Pulp MX Network production. Pulp MX fans, we're 550 plus shows and counting thanks to your support of our sponsors. Get the Pulp MX app for iOS and Android today. Save money with discount code PULPMX at btosports.com and click the Amazon banner on PULPMX.com for all other online purchases. It's the BTOsports.com Steve Mathis Show, presented by Fox Racing on RacerXOnline.com. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. This is the 250 motocross class preview show. We did the 450 last week, and uh, so this week we'll bring you the smaller bikes and uh, BTOsports.com. Check them out. All new website coming, by the way. Uh, much better for mobile phones and smartphones. Lower uh, lower shipping, uh, faster shipping, free express shipping on all orders over 99 bucks inside the lower 48 states. And, uh, yeah, great tire specials, OEM parts, proud sponsors of the BTO Sports KTM team of Andrew Short and Matt Gerke, btosports.com. If you do order from there, most things are covered using the code PULPMX to save yourself money on checkout. So uh, check that out. And, of course, Fox Racing, Dungey, Tickle, much more. The global innovation leader for motocross racewear, continuing the relentless pursuit to innovate and elevate. Foxhead.com. Visit your local authorized Fox dealer to check out an Instinct Boot, a V4 helmet, airspace, performance goggle, or 360 racewear, or anything else that Fox carries. We uh, thank you guys for listening. Like I said, we did the 450 preview last week. This is the 250 motocross preview with me on the line. As usual, my boss at RacerX, Jason Wygant. Yeah. And two-time German Supercross champion, two-time Montreal Supercross champion, former top privateer in the sport, now working for Western Power Sports. The Jason Thomas JT, what's up? Oh yeah. Do you do you like the German Supercross introduction? The Montreal? Uh, would you prefer Finland class champion, twenty twelve? Um, I like to encompass it all. Okay. Try to yeah. really uh, cover the globe. Notice I will. notice I did not put Dade City. Cup champion in there because you somehow didn't win that title. I did have a few round wins. Ah. I came in late. <laughs> came in late. Pacone. He did win, but I came. I missed a few rounds. Came in. He was. He was. He was good though. Oh, he was good. You showed him what was up off that one race though. Um, eh, sometimes you gotta. Yeah. Throw uh, a little. Throw a little bows. Two fifty motocross preview. Who's gonna be the Godzilla of the class, Weege? Here we go again. Did you see it yet? No, no, not yet. And I will be hanging that yet tag. Oh, uh, I ever. saw it. It's fantastic. It's everything you could want from a Godzilla movie. I mean, you probably know exactly what you want since they've had like 50 of them already. So, okay, so give me an example of a movie that, recent movie that you enjoy to watch. Oh, you... I've actually watched quite a few lately that were very good. Okay, please, please tell us some of them. If, if, again, if... Your philosophy of it has to be able to happen in real life. Yes, yes. So I watched um, 
couple of the uh, big Academy Award nominees, or maybe even the winners. I don't really pay attention to who wins. I watched Twelve Years a Slave. That really happened. They did, yeah. yeah. I did. I did not realize that like people that were not slaves were just kidnapped and then made into slaves, even though they weren't slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I watched. That, that was solid. Nothing like Godzilla at all. Okay. Anything else? Uh, there were one or two others that I watched during that okay. stretch of uh, huh. Academy Awards, but I can't even remember what they were now. Uh, I watched Captain Phillips a little while ago. It was pretty good, based on a true story. What were the other, give me some other nominees. Um, I don't know. I don't pay yeah. attention. Yeah. Uh, yeah, none of those superhero ones are ever nominated for Best Picture because they're not good. J- JT, odd that Wygant only likes movies, that could, things that could happen in real life for his movie viewing, yet is a big fan of wrestling. Yes. Like, that shit's real. It is quite, it is quite the conundrum. <laughs> um, yes, he's he lives into wrestling. Could happen. Could could is the, the the operative word. You can use a lot of the things that happen on Monday Night Raw. I could probably turn on it right now and find things I could you, utilize. So, so you feel like a grown man could take another baseball swing at another grown man with a folding chair? You've seen the tapes. I've done it. <laughs> and the man still gets up and everything's okay. It's no problem. There's yeah, no. His name's there's Undertaker. Half dead. <laughs> There's no cops called. There's nothing. You just feel occasionally like occasionally they would. Occasionally they would have cops involved. It's always kind of funny to me. Like, <laughs> oh now, oh now, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Oh god, Godzilla was good though. It was good. Yeah, I'm sure it was awesome. All right, but hey, all right, let's get into this 250 motocross preview. The uh, 451 uh, seemed to be seemed to get good feedback on Twitter. So let's do one of these. Why not? Right. Um, this one, JT. This this class. I know we, t- we we all agreed that Dungey would win uh, the 450s. We think Stu could win if he holds it together. None of us think that Stu can hold it together for 24 motos. But I would say Dungey and Stewart are the favorites in that class. I'd go for either guy. But really in this one, in 250s, I was just looking at my list here. I could, I could see five guys winning this title. And I'd go, yep, okay, at the end of the day. Uh, and don't you agree? Don't you think that... This class is definitely uh, more wide open, as per usual. Yeah, I'm not sure which five exact five you have written down, but I was I was thinking about it today. I had a little drive, and I uh, was thinking about it, and it, it really is wide open. Um, I don't think that you can make an argument and just you know seal it and say, hey, this is the reason why this guy's going to win, and there be no argument against it, which is awesome. I mean, we need that. We need... Uh, unpredictability and and not knowing who's going to win, and I think we're going to get that in the 250 class every weekend. I have Wilson, Baggett, Muscan, Anderson, and Purcell as guys that could win this title. Five, those five guys, and maybe Zaki Poo. You could slide in a half of Zaki Poo in there. I mean, am I forgetting somebody, or am I am I too hopeful of any of those guys? If any of these guys at the end of the year, and I mean injuries happen, you know what I mean. Like I'm not saying straight up. The, this the one Anderson could beat Baggett Wilson, but you know injuries happen every year. And if I saw Jason Anderson or Muscan or Purcell or Baggett or Wilson holding number one plate, JT, I'd go okay. Yeah, I, I can't really argue with that list. Yeah, um, I think there are some other guys that are um, capable of jumping in there, but that's that's a pretty strong list. Weege, what do you think? Can you yeah, see? Yeah, I think it? the only guy that you you might get some friction for having left off just because he's coming off a title right now is Bogle. But I do feel like compared to the the guys you just mentioned, you'd have to put Bogle as on a B list. I think. I mean, I think he's maybe gotten a podium in a national once, or maybe he's not even done that yet. Certainly hasn't won one. So 
that's a big difference. Um, but I'd say he's the only other one. Like you said, Zachy Poo maybe, Bogle maybe, but any of those other five, there would be no shocks. Yeah, I put I put Osborne ahead of Bogle. Bogle had a nice season last year, especially the second half. Yep. But I don't know about for a title, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, again, he's just has such a such a small track record. I mean, he's probably yeah. had half a dozen total decent nationals at all, right? In his career. But I guess you could say the same thing about Supercross, but this comp but, is a little bit gnarlier than than what he faced when he split the coast in half. But uh, outdoors, uh, four fifty outdoors, Stewart, Roxon, Reed, and Dunge. Uh, that's four. I guess I'm only one off. I think that's about it as far as I'd say. Not counting either of the Honda guys. Not going with Barsha or... No, I think that'd be a big shock. I think that would be a big shock to see those guys. I know, Weege, right now, you are on the Canard bandwagon right yeah, look now. Look out. Yes, yes. No, you look are. out. You are. Um, but anyways, all right, let's get to 250s a little bit. We got to start with Purcell, right? Don't we have to? Or do we go somewhere else? I, it's... Either start or end. <laughs> it's... Or maybe both. As we've said on the Pulp Show. Will he start and will it end? He's starting, that's for sure. But as, sure. We, as we've said, if you tell me he won, got fifth, got tenth, or didn't sh- or pulled off a whole bunch, I'd go, yep. I'm very confused. I, I'm not sure where this is going to go. But it does, no doubt, Weege, make this really exciting. The, the Christophe Porcel 250 Outdoor Motocross comeback is the most intriguing storyline in either class. Hands down. Yeah, I absolutely love the way that he absolutely ruins things so often. I think the the, the bad is so good. I mean, I, I just heard people this week already, and we're only into Monday, telling me today, like, yeah, I saw the guy out at the Glen Helen ride day, and it was just so frustrating. He wasn't even riding fast. He was just cruising around all day, wasting gas, doing nothing. Why does he do that? <laughs> that's awesome. That's all Nobody part. Else yeah. does it. No, that's part it, of the plan, for sure, yeah. Just, the fact that he gets people so angry, and at the same time, there were times, you know, when he was on top of his game a couple of years ago, I remember him, like, like purposely slowing down and letting Dean Wilson lead for a while and said, like, follow me, follow my lines, I'll help you. Like, nobody does that. Everybody else just tries to get the best start they can and go as fast as they can for as long as they can. This dude is so weird. You do not get this from anyone. I know James Stewart might be the most spectacular rider to watch ever, but there is still a totally different special something about having Porcel. I hope his head's in the game. This will be awesome if he's in it for the whole season because he's like no one else. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and, and don't look for him to go fast at all in practice or at those Thursday days. He does not care. Absolutely. No. Uh, no. no. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, man. As I've said, these comebacks never work. They don't work. Uh, what happened to Chad Reed in 10? In, what about that comeback? Uh, and he rode Cowies and sucked in 2010. Yeah, and you said he'd never race in America oh, again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, How'd was, that turn I, out? I was off on that, but he kept racing. Porcel has not raced for a no, year. No, he, he left early in the season and didn't yeah. race again. Until well, no, then he ran to GPs and raced there. Um, right. and, and he then, and then won motos. Yeah, he won two GPs and won some motos, and then he took a year off. So, um, I don't know. Like, and also, Why two, do you hate Purcell? Oh, God. Here we go. Are you going to do that? Are you going to be like that? Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a legit question. I don't. I don't hate him. I think he's, I think he's a weird, strange man, but I don't hate him. Why do you, okay, that's why you hate him. No, I, I, I don't hate him. I, what are you talking about? Um, there is, okay, you know what? You bring up an inter- interesting point. The assumption is 
that, and I even said it myself, I hope his head's in the game. The assumption is that it's all on him. If he is into it and he tries and he's training and he's ready, he's going to be really good. We're not even questioning at all the chances that he just can't get it done anymore. Mm, no, I, should we assume that? No, I, mean, I, I was going there. It's been a long time I, I, since he's I been was, good. I was going there until JT threw that out. Um, so, yeah, I think you know he's, he's probably still got those health issues when it gets really hot. He noticeably you know, was, is pretty worked and pretty tired after some of the hotter motos. And I'm not sold on his team. Like, the Yamaha seems good. I think the bike itself is going to be good. It's Webb and Martin's bike, and there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, is there going to be that pressure, that Mitch Payton uh, team pressure? I know Mitch, you know, didn't always get to him, and, and he kind of did his own thing over there too. But I just wonder, like, he didn't react very well to David Villeman and Moto Concepts and that kind of stuff. And, like, is it going to be – you know, Kehoe's there. Kehoe will help, but Eric's a really nice guy. He's not going to be there cracking the whip. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Is some... that cracking the whip good for Purcell, though? Well, I feel like some of Purcell's success, some of it, not all of it, some of it's due to that team. You know, you can't you can't screw around on that team. Uh, you you need you know you need to uh, put the work in and 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 all that. And I that's where I'm not sure about. It. I'm not sold on the team, and I'm not sold on his health issues being okay. But I think he'll be. I think he'll be pretty good. I think he'll be a top five guy. Uh, yeah, if I had to say anything, I, th- I think he'll he'll podium here and there, maybe win a moto or two, and then top five a lot. That's that's sort of my thinking about that. But I, I could be wrong. Uh, what do you think, JT? I think he's going to come out and be really really good. Um, I think especially early, uh, Glenn Helen. I think is a is a good track for him. Uh, just his technique and um, his riding style, and and he's ridden. He's been practicing there and testing there. I expect him to be up front on the podium at Glen Helen. Uh, the the real question mark for me is as this summer wears on, what is is he able to hold on to it? Is he able to keep that intensity, continue to win races as every all these outdoor guys find kind of find their legs on the outdoor season? Uh, is he able to stay there? Um, I think it's going to be a long summer for me. Like you said, he didn't race, hasn't raced, you know, in over a year. So uh, that that's my real question. Early in the season, though, I, I really do expect a lot from him. Uh, see, I don't know. I think I'm going the other way, Weege, on, on early in the season. I think it'll take a little bit of time to get some rust off, you know? What do you think, Weege? Nah, I think with his kind of, this is the intriguing talent that we're talking about, like, if anyone could just not really race well for two or even three years, I can't even keep up, um, and just all of a sudden show up and do it, I think he's the kind of guy that could do it. It's kind of the same manner where Stewart didn't even ride outdoors except for one national for how many years, and then as soon as he comes back to Hangtown a couple of years ago, he just goes 1-1. Like, yeah. I think he's a special enough talent to do it, but yeah. I'm more with JT on this one. Will, he, will his head be in the game the whole time? But by the way, seriously, he got hurt at the last motor of the year in 2010, right? No, nine. Ten. That was ten. Oh, Trey? When Trey won? Ten? Okay, yeah, yeah ten. 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 Yeah, okay. He really hasn't – I mean, he went to the GPs the next year, and I really thought on a Cowie 450, he had battled with Caroli back in their days in MX2. I really thought he would be in it, and he had a couple of good races here and there. But it's one of those things. He hasn't had a relevant good moment since – what, a handful of times in 2011? 
a freaking long time. Wow, you forgot about he passed Chad Reed and somebody else at, at Freestone before he pulled off <laughs> on the on the Moto Concepts. Oh, well, he, he, he won he races in twelve, and that's let's, right. Let's yeah, not he did pass that. somebody. He, like uh, I think he got in the third place at one point early to Moto. Yeah, Moto no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, um, I'm just looking up some of his GP results right now. I think they're better than you you think, Weech. But winning winning a GP in 2012 is a big deal. Like that's not that long ago, and those guys are good. So. Yeah, I know. I, I'm afraid to say this because now it's going to sound like I'm saying they're second rate. I thought that I'm like, okay, he's probably as good or better than anyone over there because he's as good or better than almost anyone anywhere, not just there. But he wasn't in contention for a championship at all. He had a he, couple uh, of good races here and there. He fin- but it wasn't like at any point. I'm sure Crowley was like, oh, shit, I got my hand full with this guy. In In 2012, he finished fourth in the GPs. He won – Three motos and made the podium. One, two, three, four, eight, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Fifteen times he made the podium in uh, sixteen races. Thirty. So thirty, thirty-two motos. He made the podium. How many times did I just say? Fifteen. Fifteen times. So half the time he was on the podium and he won two GPS and won two motos. That's pretty strong. So, fourth overall. Caroli, DeSalle, Paul in, and him. So, That's pretty strong. Um, it's yeah. good, but I really thought he was going to be better than that that year. Well, that was, a, that was another year removed now from... Yeah, even worse than, not, than absolutely nothing last year. Yeah, that's right. basically his, his, you know, yeah, that's the entire 2012 season. He did make... No, that was another year removed from what we just talking about in 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I mean, yeah, I'll give it to him. That was that's a solid season in the GPS, I, I, and I would not be surprised. Obviously, he's good, but at the same time, you're still it's still an odd circumstance. It's yeah. still weird. Well, you know, from people that I know know who's close to him, and people who have been around, he's uh, liquidating his assets. He he needs money, uh, is the word on the street, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. But that's motivation, is what that is. So. You know, he, you know, kudos to him when he signed that Moto Concepts deal. He didn't take a check from them. He gave them back their check. You know, he just wasn't into it, wasn't happy, and just left. So, um, you know, now he's riding for perhaps money, and that's a good motivation. That's something to think about. Um, it's a lot of money, I'm sure, if he wins this title. So it should be interesting. Like I said, hands down, uh, he is the number one storyline uh, in either class this summer, how he can do, if he can get that magic back. I do agree with you. Money, um, you you know, in McGrath's book and all these guys, they talk about how money is only a motivating factor for so far. But when you don't have any, it's a huge motivating factor. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's definitely a big deal. At his you're, talent, yeah, at his talent, racing, right? When you're racing for your financial future, uh, yeah. you're you're going to give it everything you have. Yep. What about what about that team and that bike, JT? Am I right to be a little? Worried about the Chad Lanza Valley team, or am I? Is that not even a factor for you? You, you sound like you're the most amped on his re- results. Am I crazy for thinking that? Well, I'm not too concerned, and, and I'll give you the reason because I don't think that he's reliant on that team to build him a motorcycle. I think you know. I think Yamaha proper is going to be in charge of that. So it's kind of. Yamaha, here, 
take your factory motorcycle and go where you want with it kind of thing mm-hmm. is, is how I feel about it, and, and Valley Yamaha happens to be the place. Um, if, if it was a situation where Valley Yamaha had to build him a motorcycle and go racing, uh, a la Chad Reed in 2011, I would be extremely concerned. I would almost say that it's not going to happen. Forget about it. But with, with the lack of uh, kind of, uh, I want to say, obligation that Yamaha has out there, they, they just, this, this is something they can really get behind and, and put their effort into. Mm-hmm. I, think they're, I think his bike will be really good. You know, the, the Star Guys or Yamalube or whatever the team's called now has done a ton of testing, obviously, for Supercross, and I'm sure they had some really good base settings to start with. So I would expect, uh, I would expect a really competitive motorcycle. You're, uh, we're both coming across exactly how we spent most of our years in the industry. You're coming across as a rider that's saying, ah, screw it, it's up to the rider, who cares? I'm coming across as a mechanic that's like, oh, the teams are so important. The teams are so key. <laughs> oh, I think they are. I think they are. But keep like that's kind of what I was saying is, is Yamaha is going to be supplying the ingredients that make the team so key. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. if if it was just Valley Yamaha going racing with by with Valley Yamaha themselves, oh, yeah. forget it. They're done. Okay, so I, I, I laid out what I think he's going to do this year. Top fives, some podiums, maybe some moto wins. Um, what do you think, Weege? Where do you have him? Um, somewhere between Godzilla and 12 Years a Slave. <laughs> somewhere between the two most polar opposite extremes. Yeah. Uh, American Hustle, I saw that too. That was good, also based on a true story, somewhat. Oh, you loved it because there was so much Jersey in it. Oh, man. Just wish I was a little bit older. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I try not to waffle on these shows ever, but I, how in the hell do you predict it? I, I, do, I do have a lot of people on my Twitter timeline saying he's going to quit. He's a French quitter. He's going to wave the white flag. <laughs> well, I don't believe that. I do not believe that. I believe he makes the series. I mean, he may get hurt. But he makes the series, he's racing, he does it all. I, you will not see a Moto Concepts type of deal going on here. I really believe that, right? We're all in agreement of that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't even go that far. Yeah, I think, I think it's impossible happen, to predict. But I wouldn't put it out of the question. Uh, I, yeah. It, I would be shocked. I would be Godzilla shocked if that happened in this deal. Once you've already done it once, what would make it more shocking? Like, he already did this once. He already had a Moto Concepts deal and said, I don't want your money, I'm done. So why was it? Why is it that preposterous? That he because he again? wants to race again. He needs to race again. He's been on this team, this so-called quote-unquote team, for a couple of months now. The Moto Concepts was a last-minute decision that he screwed up because he should have took the Geico ride. Um, you know what I mean? So this is, this is, this is in the mo- this has been gathering momentum. The, the snowball is rolling down the hill, and it is, it is a go. It is a go time. So that's just me. I mean, yeah, like you guys. Said you wouldn't be shocked, but I would be. Yeah, I just hope he makes it to Unadilla because he is just epic on that track. Um, two things I really want to see: Baggett at Glen Helen and him at Unadilla. Yeah, he'll kill it there. If he makes yeah. it to Unadilla, he'll kill how many it. times are you going to drop in Crafty this summer? Oh, I hope a lot. <laughs> you know how many times he was like, "Oh, that's it. They got him. He's going to end up being beat," and then some screwy thing would happen, and next thing you know, he wins the overall with like a one seven. Like how in the hell? I think people. Yeah, there's the infamous, infamous podium gate at Millville too. Yeah. yeah, that's never been proven right or wrong. It's just it lives in infamy. <laughs> I, I think people forget though. Like he was so close to winning two titles, no doubt about it. Um, so close to being a two-time national champion. But it wasn't like he dominated. You know what I mean? Like he he got outrode a few times by Trey Kennard, by Ryan Dungey. 
uh, by others. By others, um, he's just so good that he was able to you know to be consistent until those you know an accident and a DNF or whatever. But you guys are making him out to be like he can win whenever he wants. But I seem to remember quite a bit of motos. Trey Canar, Steel City, just putting it to him. I mean, he rode good. He got to, he went two two. But again, you know, he's. I feel there were a couple of motos where guys put it to him straight up. No doubt, Canard did there. He got Which caught at Un- he got caught at Unadilla that one when he crashed out. He what? had got what? Yeah, he the, crashed out and then came from like fifteenth to sec to first in the second moto. The started like a ten second when, lead on him. He just ate him alive. Did he not DNF a moto at Unadilla the year before? Did he not pull Dude, off? No a, one was with, catching him at Unadilla with a bang, with a with a banged up bike or something. Ask your buddy Timmy about that. Like, Canard was on a roll. He got beaten bad in that second moto. He's just like, yeah, well, we watch tapes. You're not going to beat that guy in this track. Yeah, maybe I was thinking the, the year before. Well, I'm just saying a couple times he got beat straight up, but I yeah. think a lot of times it was instead of getting beat straight up, when he got beat, it was like, what the hell is going on? Why is he just – Right. He killed everybody in moto one. Why is he just wallowing around in sixth now? What is his problem? It just always seemed like if he was riding the way he could, he would win, but he only did that. 75% of the time. I think, too, like, and we spent a lot of time on Purcell. we got to move on. But I think, too, you guys maybe didn't see the things that he had to go through after the hot races over at the Pro Circuit Truck. Like, because of his crash and whatever he's got going on with Purcell, at this point, the rumors were he was he was entirely composed of uh, a metal skeleton like Wolverine, or some people said he, he ran nothing but rhino blood. I, he, the rumors were all over the place. He either couldn't sweat, he sweated too much, he his intestines and he couldn't eat. Whatever his issues were, he was worked after the hot motos. I mean, the guys were, you know, he had to do everything, ton of prevention to try not to overheat in these hot races. So, again, we'll see. We got pretty good with the weather last year. It was pretty mild uh, the whole entire season. But that's another thing to think about. He he has something that holds him back a little bit, and that's that's uh, that's the hot weather. So, so. All right, JT, where do you have him at the end of the year? I know you said he starts strong and he keeps going on, but get, don't waffle here. Where do you got him? Uh, top three. Top, top three. Top three, yep. Winning some motos, winning some Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm waffling even saying top three, but I, I really think it's going to be a crapshoot for who's going to be in those top three. So mm-hmm. I, think, right. I feel like top three is saying that it's going to be successful, and that's good enough. Yeah, top three would be successful. There's no doubt. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's move on to the two guys who I think one of them is going to win, Dean Wilson or Blake Baggett. you all agree? Do we all agree on that, Weege? Uh, I'm tempted to throw in a wild card because I know everybody's picking these two guys, and, and like myself with Kennard in 450s, I'm just trying to, yeah. trying, to, trying to outsmart everyone. What's your wild sure, card? If you put the data into the computer, though, it's going to pull out either Baggett or Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Should be good though. Should be an epic series, JT, between those two. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I think man, honestly in both classes, I'm I'm pretty excited. I, I can't really remember a season that I felt like was this up in the air in both classes that just exciting racing and, and now that we're talking about that, two guys are gonna run away with the, both classes. But um here's yeah, my, I think it's I think it's gonna be great. Here's uh, my question for the Baggett people and, and, and uh I think Ping's on the Baggett bandwagon. Um, here's my question about that. What was wrong with him last year? Was it all wrist? I mean, he won Bud's Creek, and we're like, okay, 
you know, he took some time to get his wrist ready. It bothered him a little bit. He's back. He is back, and he charged from the back, and he, he did the whole thing when he was all Alden Baker's program, which he's not anymore. Um, what was his problem last year? He finished fourth in the series. He raced the entire series. Uh, fourth overall. Uh, do we know? Was it? Do we just all just say, ah, it was his wrist? I, I heard he wasn't really riding, and we just probably going to have more info on this than me, but I had heard he wasn't practicing much at all. Because of the wrist? Yes. Okay. All right. Weege? Yeah, and I think um, the whole season they were trying to figure out a way almost ergonomically and with throttle and, and other things to make the bike work for his wrist. Like his setup had to be totally different than it was the year before. So I think last year it was all wrist. The real question is, is the wrist any better, though, than it really was? And I don't know if it is. Maybe it's better, but I, it would need to be significantly better. Like it was a major problem last year. Well, did it, do we see anything in Supercross to make us think that it's better? You know, he had, a, he had an okay season in Supercross. I mean, I remember he, at the end of the Nationals last year, he said he was going to get a lot of work done on it. And then when I saw him, uh, I don't know, at one of the Supercrosses at Anaheim, I'm like, so did all that work really work? And, you know, the guy's a little weird to talk to. Have you noticed that? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Let on. no, no, no. And he's like, no, man, I really didn't do anything. We're just going to have to go out there and just, I guess the rest of my career, I'm just going to have to go out there and wing it. And he still had almost zero range right. of motion. So, well, see, so, so that – you know, the year he won the title, it was just phenomenal coming from the back, and his fitness was so good, and his speed was so good. But, man, we didn't see that last year. We just didn't see it. And if you want to blame the wrist, and, and you know, he didn't have a good Supercross season. So I don't know where everybody's thinking this Blake Baggett of two years ago was going to show up, but he had 24 motos to show us, and he didn't show us. So to me, that's why I go with Wilson. I give you one stat, though, that – you can march out and bag his camp. Okay. He did kill everybody at Daytona. Yes. Okay. So, all right. right. So, now what? Where's the rest? I don't know. I'm just saying that there's that. Hey, but. Well, Dean Wilson, Dean Wilson led for what? How many laps? Ten laps? Thirteen or, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah at, at Daytona. Yeah, suck on that, Weech. You know me. I was never big on Wilson's Daytona run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. If there was one naysayer, it was you. I practically had to excuse myself from announcing for a couple minutes. Um, Be alone. Right, right. I was so excited. We can work with that. Well, <laughs> hey, if there's if there, there's one thing that's probably not in doubt from e- any of us, it's that uh, JT, after Glenn Helen on Hangtown, Baggett will probably be the points leader. Baggett will win Hangtown. And what about Glenn Helen? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so – I think Baggett's really, really good there, but he's an animal at Hangtown. Well, he, didn't, he didn't win Hangtown last year. But, yeah, but yeah, he was right. he was just coming off an injury or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, he's still good. Yeah. But he, uh, yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't take anything away from Glenn Helen either. But it's those are definitely going to be his two uh, two tracks that we're just like, oh man, this series is over. But it really might not right. be. I, I I think Wilson. What wh- why can't Wilson win? Weech, why can't Wilson win? No, there's no reason he can't win. Right? I feel like like I said, if you put put the data into the computer, these two are the favorites. And the only thing holding them back is some of the baggage that they're now carrying from the last couple of years. We just went over the problem with Baggett. Baggett's baggage <clears throat> is his wrist. Um, he also said one of the problems last year is it wasn't hot enough. He felt like at Bud's Creek it was hot, and he could 
make those come from behind motos. But when it was mild, the guys didn't get tired enough. We did so, have a, a real mild summer last year. It was yeah, sh- yeah. Shocking, so, yeah. So, you know, that's out of his control. If it happens to be mild again, he's kind of admitting that he loses part of his edge. With Wilson, it's not one injury specifically with the wrist, but obviously things just haven't gone good the last couple of years. So neither one is an ironclad, foolproof no. uh, vault of a case. They, they've proven they can have their problems. And if everything goes right, they're probably the two best. But, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we, we, we thought that in Supercross at Wilson too, right? Yeah, yeah. If there's, this is a big series for Dean. I know he's signed his deal for next year and stuff, but you know, this is a big series. He if he gets I don't, hurt, I don't, if he gets yeah, hurt, I think, agree there. He already signed a deal. He's good. Yeah, yeah I, I think know. the pressure's off. No, I just think it's like, what's he gonna be? You know what I mean? What's he's he gonna, gonna be a factory KTM rider making a shit ton of money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Be. He'll be good for a couple of years, but you know, what's what's this thing gonna do? But it, but I. I don't agree with that. He has all the time in the world now to, to decide his fate. Legacy, this is, bro. This should, be, Legacy. this should be no pressure. Legacy. Yeah, but he's already won this title. This should be, this should be no pressure. Like, let's go win the damn thing. Like, my yeah, deal's yeah. done. Right. I'm making a lot of money next year. I have my future, like, ready to go. Like, let's just go win races. Like, let's, it, okay. let's make this happen. He goes that's out that's th- how I look at it. He goes out there and injures his shoulder again. He's got a contract signed. Huh? Okay. I mean, all you can do is go race. You can't worry about your shoulder. No, I know, but just, just you're. I mean, you're you're looking at as is he going to do well or not? I mean, everybody. Can, what if Baggett goes out there and hurts his wrist again? I mean, that, that you can't look at it that way. I'm not looking at it that way. I'm just saying it's it's like I just. But think, what do you? What should he do to not race and just wait till next year? No, I just you know where's he? Where's he going to go? It, okay, let's say. Let's say that this outdoor season goes like his Supercross season uh, did this year or his outdoor season did two years ago with the shoulder. You know what I mean? Let's say it goes pretty terribly. Okay. Okay, so now he goes into a 450 Supercross ride, and I don't think anybody is looking at him as a potential race winner or anything. I think, you know, if if he wins the title, people are like, oh, shit, Dean Wilson is back. He's healthy. Watch out! But but does you know? that matter if his deals are already done? Does that matter? Well, no, not in the grand scheme of things. But as far as a a, can, is he going to be a Jake Weimer or is he going to be a Ryan Villapoto? And no slam on Jake Weimer. Is he going to be a uh, Andrew Short? Is he going to be a Ryan Dungey? I think I don't know that I don't know that you can decide that when you haven't even started your 450 career yet. But I think you can look at somebody and be like, this is where they're going to go. I think right now with Dean, the, he, I could see, you know, he could be the next, I don't know if he's going to be Ryan Villapoto, you know what I mean, because that's that's one of the all-time greats, but I think he could be a Ryan Dungey with three big bike titles, four big bike titles. No, yes, four big bike titles. Or maybe he's just going to be that really good second guy. I think the jury... You, you think that's going to be decided this year? I think that it's going to be another notch in the bedpost on either side. I don't I don't think so. Okay. When you haven't All even right. started your big bike career yet, I don't think you can determine how your big bike career is going to go. I think when you see the resumes of the big title dudes in the 450 class, when you see their resumes, they usually have multiple titles involved when they move up. How did Reed's outdoors go? 
He had one t- one Supercross title, and he finished second to the fastest man to ever ride a 125. Okay, well, Dino has a title. He's okay. one ahead. And he has – no, they're actually tied because Chad No, a Supercross. national championship. Well, Chad has Supercross. Chad had zero. Okay. Chad rode one, one season behind the fastest man to ever ride a 125, and he did pretty well. Got second. Ricky Carmichael? No, James Stewart. Oh. You know that answer. So you're just being difficult now. But I'll move No, I, I'm just okay. – I'm just – I understand what you're saying. I just don't think that this outdoor championship is a career-defining moment. I don't. It's not. It's not. He's too young. It's not a career-defining moment. But he's going to move up to 450s with one title in eight tries. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Shit, we'd all love to be a national title winner. He's going to move up to 450s with one title in eight tries. And you name me an all-time great or one of the best in the sport to ever have one Small bike title in 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 eight tries. There is none of them. Well, uh, do you think that do you think that many people consider Dean Wilson to be one of the all time greats, or that he will? No, be? I don't. But, I think no, no. He's, but I think I think his career is at a crossroads right now. Yeah, I don't think so. I think okay. a guy like Jake Weimer, his career is at a crossroads. I don't think. Well, I th- no, I think we know what Jake Weimer is going to be. We already know what he is. Yeah, but you're talking about career to crossroads. Dean has plenty of time. I mean, he just signed a two-year deal yeah. with one of the best teams in the sport. So I don't see how you can say that this is his crossroads. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, okay, all right. Well, I, I'm not That's saying, fine. I mean, agree to I'm not disagree. saying it's his crossroads. I'm saying he's going to tell us what kind of big bike guy he's going to be. That's what I don't think you can determine what okay. kind of big bike guy you're, you're going to be when you're please, on a little bike. Please, someone, put this in a time capsule. Bury this podcast. Oh, wait, you don't need to do that okay. anymore. Okay, well, 1996. You can just download this. He, 1996, Steve Lampson really showed us what kind of big bike guy he was going to be. Yeah, yeah, no, it didn't work out. Absol- yeah, he killed yeah, it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I just don't okay, see you, the, you give, how you can draw the parallel. You take that one example, I'll take the other 30, you know what I mean, uh, of of guys like Dungy. John Dowd? Dungy and Villapoto and Ricky and Stu and all these guys that won multiple. You're talking little- about the greatest racers, like, ever. I so. think. I think Dean has a chance right now to be a very good 450 race winner slash title winner guy. He could go either way right now. I just, ah, man, I don't know. I think he's got too many guys that he's on the same level as. He's on the same level as Jason Anderson. He's on the same level as Blake Baggett. He's on the – Oh, see, I put him him above those guys. I put him above those guys. I really do. So, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're now switching it where I'm the bigger Dean Wilson fan than you. That's no, the- no, I, I, listen, <laughs> I, I consider Dean a very good friend of mine. I'm just trying to be objective here and look at it. I'm trying to be fair, really. Okay, all right, let's move on. Unless Please. Weege, what do you think? Uh, I thought Supercross was actually more defining than this. Um, I think he got lucky here how the breaks happened to play out with this silly season. Roxon moved on. KTM wants to have another solid guy in that spot. He still pretty much got, I think, the deal he would have gotten anyway, regardless of how this season went. Like, I don't know if he would have gotten any better of a deal or more money or a different team had he had won in Supercross or had he won outdoors. So because of no, that, he, really there, there was a big battle for him. Like, there, there were, he had multiple offers, let's just put it that way. Yeah, so, like, if he had won the Supercross title this year, would it have affected anything? Like, he was still getting multiple offers. I mean, maybe he gets a hundred grand more, but everything's maybe. still there. Right, so... yeah. Uh, in the end, it all worked out fine. So I don't think it even matters too much at this point. 
I think the Supercross thing probably was a little worse. Like, in the end, he's going to end up not getting that Supercross title. He's already done this one. So I don't think it's going to be that big a deal, how it turns out. I just don't think that – I think everything's set up for him. Win, lose, or draw in this outdoor season, he's, his future is still up for him to decide. Yeah, I think the only thing it could have an impact on is, you know, obviously confidence is huge. We've definitely seen it in his case. Um, if he wallops people, maybe that'll be something he can hang his hat on when it gets tough in the big class somewhere down the road. And if he gets third or fourth all season long, you know, and he's struggling a little bit next year when it's going to be tough to transition, maybe they, maybe he comes back to these thoughts. Maybe, it, maybe it's helpful from more of a confidence standpoint than it is in his if. JT, JT, if he has arm pump issues still, is it worse or better in outdoors? I don't think it'll be that bad. Um, so better. Yeah, I think I think it'll be better for sure. Uh, outdoors is you just have so much more time. Yeah, and it, it's the not the bright the lights aren't as bright, and then that's uh, I'm using a you know I'm using a metaphor there as far as uh, I uh, light, but. I think he'll be fine, I, but I don't think that what we just saying, if he gets third or fourth all season, I, I don't think that would be the case. I see him winning or crashing or pumping up. I don't, I don't think him just riding around a third or fourth is going to happen. I think he's too fast for that. It's just the other things that I'm worried about, the, cra- the, the silly crashes or, or that kind of stuff. Right. So, you know what I'd like to see a little more of from Dean? I told him this in Vegas, so hopefully he takes my advice. I know riders love to do take advice from, from Mathis and I especially. I remember in his earlier days, he used to be a little bit cocky. Like, he was cool, but he's a little bit cocky. Like, he had a little rivalry with Barsha. He had a little chip on his shoulder. He would talk about other guys. He would get mad about that. And, I, and he did well then. And now I feel like he's just a straight-up super nice guy. You were only saying that because he didn't like you for a while. Well, yeah, that's actually what brought it up. <laughs> like, I saw him in Vegas, and he's like, shave the beard, huh? And I'm like, you pay attention to me growing a beard? He's like, yeah. And I'm like... You need to not care about people like me. You were better off three years ago when you said that I had cock breath for Barsha. You need to just be like that, like kick ass, take names, get pissed at people. But now you're just nice to everybody. <laughs> I think it was better then. So I'm hoping for more asshole and <laughs> right, better right. riding from Dean. Right, right. Um, what about Hill and Durham? On the uh, Hill should be better, uh, judging off his supercots. I think he'll be uh, – you know, he was uh, – I think he was 10th in the series last year. I got the points here open. Hold on. Oh, he'll definitely be better. Uh, yeah, 12th in the series. He'll be better than that. I put him between 5 and 10 every weekend, right? No, I think I think he's – You think he's, he's better? Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's – I don't think he's going to win the title. Yeah. But he's he's going to be significantly better than he was last year. I, I put him most improved rider of 2014 easily at this point. Okay, see, I'm going with his teammate for most improved rider. Durham? Yeah. Really? Yeah, don't you can't you see this? Supercross? No, I mean this year. This you think he season. will be? Yeah, this coming. I was saying already. Oh, is. oh, yeah, he is. No, he is. Um, this is Durham's outdoor season. To like, he needs a contract. He's done nothing for a couple of years. He's a good outdoor rider. The team's good. The bike's good. This could be the Darren Durham comeback tour. He no? needs it. No, anyone? There's a big difference between could and will, though. Like obviously, <laughs> he needs it. And he could do it. I think he will. I think he will do it. I think he will. I think he will. Yeah. I'm, maybe because I always, I always, I like Durham. I, like, I do too. I like Durham because if he if he goes fourteen eighteen, 
He's at the he's hanging out at the end of a national, smiling and signing autographs. You know, I like Irv and I like Durham. Yeah. But wait a minute. We know what you what you really mean when you say you like Irv. Is that what you? Really yeah, I mean? like him. No, no, no. That does not mean that. Sure it does. No, it doesn't. Do you? Oh, it does. Do you like Durham like that, or do you like Durham more like Dean? I like Wilson? Irv and I like Durham. I, Pretty okay. self-explanatory. Well, I hope I, I see big. I see a big summer for Darren Durham. I don't know why. I hope so. They, they, he's a nice guy, and he he's is. had a rough go of it. He has. So he has. Let's let's hope he can. I, you know, I don't think he's going to win. I don't. I just don't think he's going to win. Yeah. But no, I hope no, he. No, JT. I hope he I, does well enough to secure a good deal for next year. I'm not saying win either. Don't, I'm not saying right. win either. I'm saying if he goes six to twelve every weekend, that's a, that's a comeback. Well, I, I think he could do better than that. Maybe, I mean, he got uh, maybe five, he four. led a moto for twenty something minutes not yeah. that long ago. Yeah, maybe five four at high point where he's good. Four three at high point, something. I could see him winning a moto. Really? Yeah. Oh, that like w- high point. I could oh. see him winning a moto. Dude, sure. if he starts winning a moto, I'm going to start jacking off in the. In, Dude, he he led Bud's Creek for over twenty minutes. No, I know. And he he but, almost won high point. But that was injuries ago, you know. Eh, still there though. Wasn't okay. that long ago. All right. Um, but Hill will be good. Yeah, Durham will be good. What's that? What did Timmy think? Oh, Timmy likes his Roddick style. Oh, Timmy ah, loves some Durham. He loves some Durham. Oh, yeah. Durham's going to take his balls off Instagram and put them on the handlebars. Uh, let's hope so. Uh, let's go to the KTM guys. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's go to a commercial. BTOsports.com Racer X podcast presented by BTO, or presented by Fox Racing, I should say. Uh, Fox Racing. Check out foxhead.com for all the cool new stuff from them. And I'm sure they're 20. 15 stuff will be launching at some point. Uh, JT, you gear guys, you like to launch 2015. It seems like earlier and earlier every year. So I don't, I don't really agree with that, but... Our um, gear's coming at you! It is. Sooner and sooner. It's like... Mag- uh, no, we're, we're on the same schedule we've been on. Okay. It's like magazine. Like, I never understood the magazine business where I'm now reading July's Racer X. I don't really there are that. a few companies that will remain nameless that are very, very early, but we've yeah, kind of got the schedule. I don't like that. But anyways... 2015 Fox stuff will soon be coming out, I'm sure. And uh, BTOsports.com, use the code PULPAMEX to save yourself money with any, almost anything that they sell. And uh, also, to Racetech, we're proud to have Racetech on as a commercial sponsor of these podcasts. So use the code PULPAMEX2014 to save yourself money on anything at Racetech. And we'll be right back uh, on the show. BTOsports.com, RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Hey, I want to talk about privateers and what they choose for suspension. Yeah, that's right. Some of the top privateers, most of the top privateers out there, choose Racetech. Long been supporting the world's fastest privateer since 1984. Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and many other guys uh, choose uh, Racetech suspension. And they've been around a long time. And their their work stands for itself. Don't forget, people, at least uh, change your oil in your new bike. Use Racetech to do it. Some of that stock oil isn't that good. Uh, Racetech's the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. 30 years they've been supplying racers, riders, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products. Paul Fee, the owner of Racetech, one of the smartest guys out there, and uh, the creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit. It's a revalve in a box. Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Racetech. Go there. Make your bike handle better. Do it. Racetech.com. Thanks for listening. And we're back. Racer X podcast presented by. 
Fox Racing, BTOSports.com. Uh, Wygant Thomas on here. All right, let's move to let's move to KTM next. Muscan. Now, I don't know too much about Muscan's surgery, but David Villeman's pretty good friends with him. Villeman was in here saying that he could be a little bit behind in his uh, comeback from knee surgery. Do either one of you two know anything about this? Yeah, I heard that also from different sources uh, uh, today. Oh, just today. Okay. Yeah, yep. So ATM people were actually putting it out there from what I heard. What what are they saying? Just that he's not quite quite a hundred percent yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But he was pretty good last year. Four 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 to start the year. And then of course he won Muddy Creek. He won High Point too. So if there's a if there's ever a track that's so good for Marvin, it's high point, in my eyes anyways. Technical, slow a slower, you know. Uh that's that's a Purcell track too though. Um you know, uh, so Moose and he did beat Baggett in points, right? Yeah, yeah, Muscan got him. Yeah, yep. um, third overall. So Muscan, Muscan could be pretty good um, this summer if, if he comes in. I mean, if he starts slowly, you know, it's still a long series. He'll be there. He's so consistent. Like, how can you count him out, right? Like, Marvin is—he's uh, never going to wow you with his blinding speed, but man, he's going to just consistently be there. It's a bit surprising that he's—he's. He's- Behind track with his knee. It's been a while. It has been. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little surprised at that. Yeah. Huh. It was ACL, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, huh. Yeah, weird. Um, uh, Anderson, this could be uh, – I interviewed Davey Millsaps, and he's told me that I should not be surprised at Jason Anderson. So, last season, Anderson was uh, pretty good, and then he DNF'd three out of the last five motos and scored shitty points in the other motos. Uh, and he, why again, didn't we say on our racer X preview, he was fifth in the points until then he was yeah, actually, he was actually the best of the rest. Like the, you, yeah. you knew who the top four guys were, it was Tomac rocks and Moosecan Baggett. They were the ones winning races. And then he was actually, you know, consistently the next best in points. I think he, well, it was actually Zachy Poo and then him. Yeah. So it was like fifth and sixth. Uh, and then the last, Two or three, where he podiumed at Millville and then all crapped the bed. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think what happened, and the only point we even bring this up is, I think people forgot how solid he actually was outdoors for most of the year. I'd say for nineteen or twenty out of the twenty-four motos, he was pretty good the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So and then you look at how much he improved in Supercross this year. Yep. And I think his riding style to me has always been a little bit better outdoors. I agree. That bike's going to be. Fast, probably way faster than what he had last year. Um, He's in his home race every weekend. Home race every that's weekend. A, that's a huge he, key. Yep, yep. He could wrap up the title in his home race in Utah. Yep, absolutely. Um, I mean, there's a lot going his direction, I think, right now. A lot of trainers. Has a lot of trainers oh, and coaches. He's got Wardy and Sagey. Yeah. Could, I mean, can you, you have to walk before you can run. So, can you, will he win a race this year, JT? Yeah, I, th- I think he will. Really? Okay. I do, yeah. All right. Weege, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think with a couple of these guys, him, Durham Hill. Um, no, no, no. I put him no, ahead no, of no, those I don't, guys. No, yeah, I'm just me saying too. what, me what too. it is for them is Baggett, Wilson, Muscan, Porcel, they've done it before. They expect to be there. They're going to be there. I think with any of these guys, there could be a tipping point. If they get one good race in or one bad race, it's going to – snowball in either direction. Now, I think Anderson's ceiling is higher than Dorman Hill. Yes, yes. But the point is that 
they need something to go right. If, if Anderson goes out and gets second at round one or wins a moto at round one, then look out all season long. Or same thing with Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they go out there and go 8-8 eight, eight for a couple weeks, it could be tough. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think Supercross was a huge step for Anderson as far as confidence. Mm-hmm. I, I expect him to come out swinging like I'm here to win, and like sw- I don't think he's ever been there. Swinging before. like a '70s party, or uh, yeah, like a '90s <laughs> Supercross party, <laughs> or swinging like throwing a fist. Either one, either one, either one's good, right? <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah, it should be interesting to see. I, I think people, and I think myself included. You forget that he was pretty good last year in the outdoors. It's just that that those last races just did not work out for him. But until then, like Wagant was saying, he was pretty decent. I so. mean, he has some ground to make up. I mean, he was never quite as fast as as Baggett or Muscan. Yeah. So, but he he did make up that ground in Supercross. And okay, I know you have to walk before you can run, but there was absolutely no sign in Supercross that he had not been in title contention before, and it was a learning experience. He did everything right. If he if he passes, so why Cole, can't he do it again? If he passes Cole Sealy on the last stop of a national, Cole may just ride off into the woods and never come back. <laughs> um, what about Savachi? He's coming back. We forget about him. He had a pretty good ride until uh, I think the race before he got hurt, or the week before he got hurt, or whatever. He had a pretty good ride going. Yeah, top ten, high point. Yeah, point top, top ten guy. Just so many guys in that class. I know, right? And then injuries, of course. Um. Uh, let's move to Yamaha, guys. Martin and obviously Purcell we talked on. Martin and Webb, uh, really kind of the opposite seasons last year. Uh, um, Webb started strong and faded a little bit towards the end, although he did he, he caught on at the uh, the last race at Elsinore. And then uh, Martin started okay and then uh, came on later and put in some good rides at, like, obviously Millville. He was super fast. Um, I think either one of those guys could win motos or overalls this year. Do we all agree on that? Like I would put, I would put Martin and Webb. You guys both seem like Anderson. You guys are locked in with Anderson winning motos and overalls this year. But I put Martin and Webb ahead of Anderson to win. I really would. I put them all in there. I'm picking them all to win. Oh God, here we go. You're spraying. I have it. like I have like twenty twenty moto winners. You do. You have yeah. Uh, you're spraying. But the that's awesome though. I can't I can't remember a year where I've ever been like that. It's just so wide. I mean, you know what? Um, well, you know what I'm scared of is we go to Glen Helen and it's just like, oh hell, here we go. It's just a runaway and it's super spread out. But I'm really hoping that doesn't happen. Well, last season, Tomac, Roxon, Muscan, and Baggett won motos. That's it. So, and I re- think that's all you would have expected. Yeah, yeah. I Didn't Martin win a moto? Else, you were no. Who Mar- were you disappointed? No one was it. Maybe Zach. Maybe. But in general, I feel like the four guys who should have won won, and there wasn't anyone else that you were. God, wasn't there? Win. There was some streak going, and I have the points in front of me. There was some streak where those four guys took the top four spots in a bunch of, like in twelve out of fourteen motos or something to start the season. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's like that now. Who do we like more, Webb or Martin? I mean, to me, flip a coin, right? Do you guys have an opinion? I'm going to take Martin. Okay. Yeah, I'll do the same. Eh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I'm. I no. could easily be swayed. Yeah. On that. Yeah. I think either. I think either guy is gonna be pretty good, and comes down to you know breaks and starts and that kind well, of. Well, I, I I remember a certain uh, member of the motocross community asking if uh, Cooper Webb could turn into the greatest racer ever <laughs> at one point <laughs> last year. So. Yeah. 
It was like that George Bush question, great president or greatest president ever? Take your pick. Yeah. I, was, I didn't know that Cooper Webb was we, there. Yeah. There was, what was that all about? That was at Colorado. It was the Verb guys. It was the Verb yep. guys. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to leave, trying to leave names out. Uh, they love their amateurs. Just let them have their amateurs. <laughs> they love their amateurs. Yeah, yeah they do. Um, what do you think the odds are that he'll be the greatest rider ever? And I'm like, um, <laughs> I don't think Vegas has even posted that way. <laughs> about the same odds as Cole Seeley. We're all in that boat. Yes, he's it's about me, like me, you, Weege, Chase, right. and uh, A. Fred starting a basketball team and winning the NBA Finals next year. <laughs> right, exactly. Nothing he's a good rider. Don't get us wrong, but yeah. the greatest ever. I'm not right. Not, and he hadn't even. It was like he was running third in a moto. <laughs> uh but yeah i think those guys show both should be pretty good i think this summer uh i think it'll be they're they're gonna be up front yeah i think they'll absolutely be up front wow they're the 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 eighth and ninth place ninth eighth and ninth guys we've said they're gonna run top five this summer so yeah that's that's good (laughs) should be should be right around there right i mean martin's got a lot to atone for his supercar season sucks so uh but he's he won the vegas race it doesn't he won matter. a main event. It doesn't matter. It yeah, doesn't I know. matter. I'm just you a hard okay. Time. Um at least he qualifies. Ooh. Um Okay, Honda guys. Let's move to Honda guys. Bogle, Osborne, Bell, Bashaglia, Seeley, Nelson, McElrath. Uh we can take those by teams if you want. This is a big summer for Cole Seeley. JT, you're probably gonna disagree because he's got his Honda deal signed already, but um yep. I, I think it – I mean, I'm surprised that Honda signed him for that team. I really am. We know. We know you're very critical of this situation. Well, I just – I mean, we have two series in uh, in this country. There are Supercross and then Motocross. And Supercross is more important and more valuable. I shouldn't say this on a MX Sports company like Racer X, but uh, Supercross is more important, no doubt about it. But still – but you're not placing the importance. You're not hiring people. Seeley so. got 11th last year in the outdoor points. 11th. Um, he's got to be better, Weege, right? Yeah, I think he will be better. I don't know how much better. Um, I think one of the things that was, in general, is certainly he's better at Supercross than outdoors. But I think last year he was still struggling with some fitness issues, physical problems. I think he's better mm-hmm. at Supercross this year. So he will be improved just because of that. I guess yeah. the question is, Will he be so much better that he's yeah his uh his will 20, he get podiums will he be that much better? His twenty fourteen Supercross was better than twenty thirteen Supercross, and so well, yeah, that makes you think that his he'll uh, be better. Yeah, his outdoors will be better. But will he be better where there's a couple motos where he's up front and no. he's battling for the win or getting no. third? No, I don't see that kind of improvement against this field. Yeah, but I see your point. Then that's not that good. Well, it's good enough to get a factory honor ride. So, so what do I, I, what do I know? You know, I don't know. I just feel like you got to put some importance on nationals. Why do you hate Cole Seeley? Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, who's going to be the best Geico guy, Bogle or Osborne or Bell or Bichetta? Uh, I feel like Osborne has Bogle covered, even though Bogle finished seventh in the points last season. He was, eh, he's still sixty some points back of Osborne. But I think they're pretty close. But Bogle had a, a rough start and got better as the season went on. I think they're close. Weege? I think they're easily the best two. But I oh, think it's yeah, close. yeah. No, I still see Osborne being better. Week in and week out. 
I want to see. Bogle Os- was good at the I end. Wanna, he was, but I want to see if Osborne can. Osborne needs to take that. It's not a full step. It's a half step. I want to see Osborne take that half step up this year. Can he? God, the guy works Rockman. hard. He's in shape. He's got a good bike. You know, his starts were so-so. He needs to take a half a step up. Yeah, absolutely. He was the closest to that four group last year, that group of four. And he wasn't a full step away. No. Half no. a step. And he was maybe a half a step ahead of everyone else. Steppy step. Just a half a step. Yeah. I want to see if he can do it. I hope he does. Sure. Has anyone talked to him much after Supercross? Where, where? Uh, we've texted. We've texted. I mean, it was pretty we, bad. We've texted back and forth, but mostly he, we just text insults to each other. So we haven't, I haven't really like figured out what is, what's going on. Like, is he coming in pumped up, or is he coming in like, what the? You F- about is Dean going again? Wrong? Supercross was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Is that okay? Is he recovered from that? Is he bummed out? I don't know. He was riding. I missed him. He started off. Hey, he started off three three, and looking good. I think three three. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, Anderson and Seeley had him covered, but three three still. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, I got hurt and it all fell apart from there. But I don't know. It was better start than he'd ever had in Supercross since he came back. You know, from Europe. Um, Bogle will be good. What do we? What do we think of Bashaglia? Last year. Uh, he made his rookie debut and uh, got better as the season went on. Had four consecutive motos where he showed improvement to end the season. So, I, I got him. He'll finish 12th last year. Durham finished 14th. I could see Matt Bichaglia right around there, right? Full season? Any better? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah. 10 to 12, somewhere around there. Uh, Matt McElrath. crazy blazing speed that, that so many other rookies have had. So I don't think you're going to see like the yeah. Cooper Webb type comments. Um, but he'll be good overall, you know, over 24. Yeah. And, uh, and say 13th in the points is my prediction. Okay. All right. May 19th. Uh, today, I pick him 13th in points. Well, I hope someone pulls this podcast out years from late now for Dean Wilson's four. Or just a few months. Um, what about uh, Zach Bell? Just make it through. Is that what we're just we're just just finish races? Please. Just yes, finish races. Don't crash and get hurt. That's that's it. And maybe he can finally get a start. <laughs> if he finally gets a start, it's uh, it's on. It's on. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse Nelson, man, another guy that could be top ten material for sure, easily. Uh, he didn't he barely race last year. Got hurt, so I could see him somewhere somewhere uh, in the mix, uh, top ten ish guy. Um, a lot of guys in the top ten. <laughs> I know, 10. right? Right. Uh, so far, top ten guys. I I have uh, one, two, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen guys who I could see in top ten. So that doesn't quite work out. That math's not working out. Jesse Nelson will be tenth in points. Yes, Jesse. I agree. Jesse Nelson will be tenth in points at the series end, which is not not too shabby. Am I missing anybody? Uh, have we not brought up anybody that could potentially surprise or show us something? I know we did that. We have a thread on that Racer X thing about who's racing or not, and maybe I should have looked at that before I did this. But Yeah, that's that's more uh, trying to figure out privateers, who's even racing the whole deal. Yeah. Well, we haven't talked about Cincerillo, but we're obviously waiting. 
Yeah, if he makes it back, it'll be the last two or three. He said he was on a Utah-only deal. Yeah. Or he made a podium, so. Um, and, again, we covered the TV series in the first 450 podcast preview as well as the changes in the tracks and things like that. So if you're interested in uh, in our take on that, you can go uh, go over there. Weege, uh, more people today on Twitter irate over the TV schedule not being out, not knowing what's going on. So you might want to check your mentions. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't understand. Like, just say it. Just say it. It's done. Like, it's 100%, 1,000% done. I had meetings last week. It's done. It's known. Why can't they just say it? <laughs> I don't know. Why not? You tell us. I mean, the t- it's TV. You can't change it. The times are set. I don't get it. How many times are you going to blame hockey on why we're not seeing motos? You bastard. I, know, I mean. I know you enjoy that. I mean, is that irony or what? Like, that is. Glenn, I'm telling you right now, Glenn Helen's second motos will not be live on television. They're on tape delay a couple hours because of hockey. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, oh, so. Oh, man, there's going to be a shit listen, storm. What, yes, because so, of effing hockey. So, I think that's fine. Why again? Uh, what amateurs are turning pro this year after Loretta's? Do you know? Do we? What, who do we keep our eye on? Uh, I think Plessinger. Plessinger? I would, uh, yep. I, uh, Hampshire and um, Jordan Smith was supposed to be the fastest of that whole group, but he's had some, some big injuries lately. Broke his seamer and tore his ACL. Hampshire's going to go pro this year. I think after Loretta's. Oh. Yeah. Two, Jordan, yeah. Jordan Smith is, is the guy when he is able to be the guy. Yeah, oh. if he, In my he opinion. gets it all back on track. No, he's uh he's interacted with me on Twitter a few times, so I'm good to know I have the the future coming. All right. Um, How is uh, A Rod going to do? Right, I was going to say we forgot A Rod. Yeah. I don't no know much. Knows. I don't know much about A Rod. <laughs> we know he did good about three races for about eight laps. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's the only. That's the only thing we have to go by. Um. So Plessinger and Hampshire will be turning pro and. You know, that's that's later on, obviously, with the Loretta's thing. Schedule's all whacked up. Is it still like only the last two or whatever after Loretta's because we're, we're all moved up? So, mm, yeah, I think I uh, Luke like... Rensland maybe too. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, maybe three or four. Back. I think it's Unadilla. Is it Unadilla. Um... Okay. It's only last three. Let's uh, let's uh, make some picks here, uh, and it's kind of like we did in the four fifty thing. Uh, title. Title winner, I got Wilson. Weege? Uh, I would like to pick Wilson. However, uh, that's too easy. So I'm going to go with Jason Anderson. All right. JT? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to take Baggett. Okay. Man, I want to take Wilson, though. All right. My All heart right. is with Wilson, but... Uh, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna pick Baggett just because I I want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I I saw Blake Baggett for 24 motos last year, and for 22 of them, I was wondering what's going on with him. So I'll, that's just it. That's and I did not see Wilson. So to me, I you know that's that's where I'm going off of. What, I, I would love I would love to see Dean win. Let's put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um. And geez, you gotta at this point, when is Pro Circuit the underdog now? When are the underdog team? Man, we sure hope Pro Circuit can pull through. Good bunch of guys there. <laughs> right? It's been a while. Well, the super that East Supercross thing, that's we have to never forget that. We have to reference that for years to come. Ugh. Sweeping the podium. <laughs> week in, week out. 
and then not winning the title. Parties being held. Just sweeping the podium week in and week out. Conga lines through the pits. <laughs> just what just, would the odds have been in Vegas for them to not win the title? <laughs> Never mind in Vegas. What what are the odds uh, before Toronto? Whatever race was before Toronto. No, no, no. In Vegas, if you were taking bets, it would have been right like there with Super the Webb being the greatest yeah. rider of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if Cincerello blows it, they got they got Davalos, and if he blows it, there's Baggett. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I just want to see those small, plucky underdog teams that never win much. I want to see – be good to see them win. That's all. What um, – Like Valley? No, like Pro Circuit. Oh. What about biggest surprise this summer? Biggest surprise this summer. Could be a rider, uh, a race itself. Um, what, what do we got? Hmm. I'm going to go I, – I put it out there earlier, but Durham. Durham's comeback season. We're all going to be going, oh, cool, Durham's back. Oh, right on. Good to see. We're going to all say that at uh, at Utah. What do you got, Weege? GHJT, biggest surprise. I did the same thing in the 450 deal. Like, I think Kennard's going to do well, so that's a surprise. So I've already answered the question. With Anderson. Anderson right. to win the title. Well, pick something else. Well, now I'm picking something that I don't think will be the uh, biggest g- g- This isn't, this isn't uh, Congress uh, uh, investigation here. Nobody cares. Just say right, something. Here's what we need to do for now on with these preseason podcasts. You need to send us these last-minute questions because you come in prepared knowing the question will be asked. I literally wrote that question. We, we did the same question last week on the 450 class. You need, to, you need to lock it in and say, I'm going to ask you guys these things. No. Lock it in. No, I came up with it on a, in the spur of the moment. I just came up did with it. Did you come up with the spur of the moment, or did you use it last week? You're, which one is it? Both. <laughs> <laughs> you always do it, but you didn't know you were going to do it. Right. Okay. Yes. I'm going to come in like um, Godzilla on you guys. How about, uh, I don't know, I think Sealy will be a lot better. Okay. I don't know how much better, and I don't know how much better he has to be to be considered a surprise. If he does well, will people just say, "Well, Sealy's a good rider"? Will that be a surprise? Well, there will be people yeah. in a, there will be people in the pits who say that, who immediately, right. yeah, right. Yes, I heard. I mean, I heard people today saying, "You know, we all know that if James Stewart is on his game, you know, no one can beat him." And I'm like, "Really? Well, I watched all the races <laughs> last year. He was not as fast as Ryan Dungey. Right. Forget Supercross, block it out. Forget Supercross. Yeah, this is outdoors." They raced 24 times last year. A handful of times he could keep up with Dungey, but most of the times they just were 30 seconds ahead of him. Okay, Weege, I'm hereby notifying you that in a minute I'm going to ask you for the biggest disappointment this year. Okay? So you have some time here. Uh, JT, biggest surprise? Biggest surprise will be that um, Christoph Purcell's consistency. Okay. Uh, I could also be talked into one of Webb or Martin wins multiple overalls as a surprise. Because I do think that would be a surprise. Multiple overalls. You know, Muskan won two overalls last year. I would say that was a surprise. We knew he'd be good. We didn't know he'd win two overalls, I don't think. He was leading would you categorize your feelings of Jeremy Martin still being eh? 
Yeah, absolutely. Yes, stamp that. Yes. Okay. I think I've been proven right. I think I've been proven right, too. Okay. No? Nobody backs me, though? Am I? No. I'm not backing you. I'm just asking. Okay, but but you don't feel like I'm I'm right in that? Uh, I don't think outdoors was very eh at no, all. No, I mean career. We're now we're now two seasons. We're one and a half seasons into his career. I don't think that the rookie of the year can be eh. What about Supercross? Eh. No, you just did it. You just <laughs> he did won it. a main event though. You just did it. You just I know. I, obviously I did it on purpose. You he just, won a main event. I'll, I'll give him that. He won a main event. The, JT, the first the JT, first month of the season was JT, a disaster. At some point, at New York or. Or Vegas. Definitely wasn't New York or Vegas. No, at some point in New York or Vegas, you were in the press box talking about how you could probably top five that that two fifty Supercross main event. I don't think so this year. I think you were. I think you were saying that, and I I don't think so this year. And there was last year. Last year, there was no arguments. Nobody was saying you were full of shit. So, uh, you know, that's just the point of what Jeremy won. Look, good for him. It's a it's a notch in his belt, and he turned his season around somewhat. But I think my eh. the the back of the West Coast was much worse than the back of the East Coast this year. No, I don't want to get into the backs of the field, but um, I could say yeah. So my surprise, you could be. I think it's going to be Durham, but I think one of the Yamaha boys will win multiple overalls this year, and and you know really take a step up. I don't know which one though. They're both pretty equal, I think, outdoors. Um, okay, so biggest disappointment, Weege. Durham. <laughs> wow, you're a dick. <laughs> really? I, I, you gave me a minute to prepare. I, I know. Come up with an answer. I know. So you came up with Durham. Yeah, I, I just this field is deep, and I don't know if it's going to click. Like I said, to, for probably five or six guys in this field, they either need something to just happen, confidence-wise, to make it happen, and I just don't know if it's going to happen. My di- biggest disappointment will be Davalos. Once again, he's not racing. Oh yeah, that's right. I just always pick him. Um, no, <laughs> my biggest disappointment. Hey, we didn't touch on Cunningham, by the way. Moto Concepts going to be there all year. Uh, ninth or 10th place in the points last year. So is he, what's his deal though? Like what's he racing? out he of? He is going to pit with Kyle Peters, I believe on his Moto Concepts bike. Hmm. So we did not talk about Kyle Cunningham, but solid veteran guy will be there. I think my biggest disappointment I think probably that uh, – I think Zach Bell gets hurt again. Yeah. That is not biggest surprise, though? No, it's biggest disappointment. Okay. Because he really needs to stay healthy. What if, what, if that, what if Bell completed all 24 motos? Would that be biggest surprise level? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. I think so. Don't you, JT? At this point. That's terrible. The it, odds it, are it terrible is. for it, that. It is. It, we're, we're, we're all going to hell with this podcast. <laughs> We didn't talk about Alex Martin either. I like Alex Martin. Hope he does well. Uh, we all like Alex Martin. Yeah. Um, yeah, biggest disappointment. I don't want to pile on here, but I'm going to pile on. Um, I think Sealy. I think Sealy. I think Sealy. Oh, <laughs> I like Cole. I like him. Good dude. Clearly. I like him, uh, but we, you know this is what we do in our in our in our sport. This is what we, you know, this is what we say. I mean, I know Transworld has him as the as their favorite, their, their title favorite, but uh, yeah, I, I just I, I don't know. I got to see something, man. I got to see it. I will give him credit though. Last year, I talked to him after a really shitty race, 
and he told me, man, my bike's not working good. I got to do some testing and this and that. And generally speaking, riders say that, and you go, yeah, yeah, whatever, guy, whatever. Uh, but to his credit, he did much better the next race. I said, hey, you did much better. And he's like, I told you I needed some testing. I'm like, mm, all right. You know, good on you. You were right. So uh, what do you got, JT, biggest disappointment? Biggest disappointment will be the Geico Honda team as a whole. Okay. So yep. nobody on the podiums type deal, just no think, wins? I just think it's going to be a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think they're going to get overshadowed by Anderson, Purcell, Pro Circuit, and Yamaloop Star. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, why don't likely. you why don't you like Zachy Poo? Why don't you like Zachy uh, Poo? I actually I actually really do. I just uh I don't know. I think it's gonna be tough. Yeah. I think he had a he had a rough supercross ending and not a lot of momentum right now. Mm-hmm. Uh just just I ho- I hope I'm wrong because I like Zach. He's cool. But yeah. I like Sealy, but this is what we we get paid the big bucks to. Uh, I don't you know, know that you do go on other than a limb. No, I do. Yeah. I, I like the. Kid. I didn't waffle. I I, pay, I made my pick. I'm okay with it. I like that whole Tor- Troy Lee team. They all seem pretty like cool guys. They have fun there. Good mechanics. Truck driver's a good dude. Like good bunch of guys. Tyler. Yeah, Keith. that's that's what makes our job hard. Is because if you think somebody's going to struggle, then well, that that's means you don't it. like them. No, I know. Well, trust yeah. me, nobody gets that more than me, and it yeah. sucks. But. There's so much I mean, media. What are we supposed to do? Just say everybody's going to win? Well, that's just it. There's yeah. so much media in our sport. I'm not going to call anybody out, but there's so much media where their only job is to really just blow everybody. Yeah, but they've been there from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, uh, um, Everybody's there to just, you know, it seems like we're all enthusiast uh, magazines who just want to just, Say everybody's awesome, and I, I, I don't want to read that kind of media. I don't want to listen to it if I'm a fan. You know, I want to hear some stuff that's good and bad, and, and I want to hear some people being honest. So, whatever. It's hard. It's hard. I, I commend you for it, but it's it's hard because people can't take it. They take it personal, and it's not personal. You're telling me, dude. Jeremy Martin wants to light me on fire. I I understand. I'm trying right. to give you yeah, tell yeah. people where you're coming from. Oh, I know, but you know, it's where we got to yeah. come from. Difficult. But, a comment from the Racer X uh, website. <clears throat> Can I read this one? This is the one I Twittered? Uh, about uh, Millsaps? No, no, I tweeted. Oh. Did you see the one I tweeted? No. Oh, you got to read this. Hold on. You, okay, you read it, and then I'll. All right. Mathis has always been a douchebag talking shit about Davey and Davalos in previous years. Doesn't surprise me Davey's attitude towards Mathis in this interview. Go, Davey! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. The fact that you do interviews in Millsaps is quite the comeback. We 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 talked it over. We came to like a mutual agreement um, that I was a douchebag, and then we just we just, <laughs> we, we go from there. Hold on here. Uh, you didn't. You need to get on Twitter more, Wygant. Yeah, I was not on it today. Too many comments. No, you got to get it on. It was on yesterday. Oh, weekend! Come on, bro. JT, you saw it. Which one? The comment that somebody sent me. Oh, hold on. Oh, about the, uh, about you and Weege? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real ass clowns out there. This is what we get when we go out and put our our balls on the line in these podcasts, people. Really intelligent, classy people in in today's world. JT, you would fight some of these guys. You need to relax a little bit. No, these people are idiots. Okay, ready, Weege? 
Yeah, yeah. These two don't know shit about motocross, and it's really sad. There's more motocross than the effing publicity of two riders. Post videos of the guys getting ready for the Nationals. These videos are horse shit covered in rat shit. That's, that's, that's bad. Uh, go to hell, Jason. Nobody likes you. And this other guy, you're fat and you know nothing. <laughs> it's 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 an epic, epic uh, uh, racer X comment under, for those videos. So I'm gonna. Yeah, actually, the videos are uh, they're lacking a little bit. I'm gonna be honest. I just texted it to you, Weege, so you can keep that for momentum's sake. Maybe put a bunch yeah, but where does the anger come from with these people? Like, are you that? Bitter at life? Like, these are free videos. Free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I hope you people appreciate these podcasts, though. That's what we do. Um, these people really piss me off. And I know you guys get the brunt of it because I absolutely go off on these people in text. Yeah, you need to stop. Stuff. You need to not get worried about this stuff. I'm not worried. It, they're just stupid. <laughs> Like I don't, I would never attack someone like that. No, no, I, I've it's just ridiculous. I've writ, I've read some columns, uh, opinion columns on the internet. There, I'm like, this guy's an idiot about the Maple Leafs or uh, a movie review, you know, of a movie I yep. liked or whatever. And not once have I ever, ever thought I would insult the guy in the comments, like to that. Listen, per- perfect example. Colin Cowherd used to absolutely tear into Tim Tebow. Absolutely, I mean, just. Give him hell. And I disagreed. It made me angry. But I never wanted to go say things to him, like insult him or his, call him names or, or insult his family or anything. It was just like, ah, you're, you're, you're dumb. Like, that's wrong. <laughs> you can always you know, just, I just don't understand where these people come from. You can always get it. not watch the video or turn off the radio in Colin Cowherd's case. Like, it's just so much <laughs> anger. What do these people do for their, in their lives, though, I wonder? Like, what are they doing – Day to day, are they are they, they are they this way with their, people. with their coworkers? Are they at Dunkin' Donuts and they're just furious <laughs> because like one you know there's no lids for the medium coffees? Like what, what do they act like in their real lives? You do realize what's interesting about that 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 tweet? It says no one cares about the publicity of two riders. What specific? Preview video is that person referencing <laughs> the Chad Reed and James Stewart. Oh, what can get people fired up like no other? A video involving James Stewart. Mean, yep. Meanwhile, you either love him or you hate him, mean, and then whatever side anyone else is on, they're either your best friend or your worst enemy. So we're really just along for the ride there. Meanwhile, one of Race Rex's most clicked-on articles last year was Chad Reed just announcing his title sponsor. That's yeah. it. Just announcing. Yeah. Just, just. I mean that is essentially proving our point. I'm. Do you think we will get crazy heat or or praise or anything over the Canard and Barsha? How will they do video? No, <laughs> no, no. You put Reed and Stewart in a mixer, just it's just like dynamite inside of it, and then like gunpowder, and then a match. <laughs> I mean, it's probably I'm a good gone. thing I was never like great because I would have gone. I would have just gone batshit crazy on someone. <laughs> Yeah, if you were like a multiple title winner, you just yeah, yeah, would have lost it. I know. Davy, uh, speaking of Davy Millsaps, he he texted me today after that interview went up and said, "Man, some people are really ripping on us for that interview." So he's reading it. He we know he reads that kind of stuff, oh, yeah. you know. So he was also saying like, "What? 
What's everybody mad about? You know? So. Just dirt bikes, people. You can never win. And that's why, Just JT, you got to let it go. You got to let it go. Like, that comment is awesome. So, Jason, no one likes you. He put no, and likes you in caps, I think. Too. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I wasn't in there because I would be searching IP addresses. I would have hired a private investigator. <laughs> no, dude, you got to let it go. The yep. only thing that ever gets me mad is just um, like we just work all of us, the three of us, and then every everyone I think that we work with. I mean, we really work hard to be objective and, and try to be unbiased. That's what gets me mad when people just say that we're saying things because. And it always goes immediately. It always goes immediately to oral sex references. Always. <laughs> you know what I mean? It does. It's it never does. like you like this guy. No, it's always something you're doing something under their balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it always. That's the only one that gets me mad, and the only reason that gets the accusation of bias gets me mad, and the only reason why is we work so freaking hard to not be biased. Yeah. Like I have to spend an hour or two on the phone every Monday with Chase for the website and to plan what we're doing for the week, and the majority of that conversation is figuring out the balance. Wait, we've talked about this guy too much. We haven't talked about this guy enough. We need to give this guy credit. This guy's gotten too much credit. Like trying to balance it. And then when people say that we're just doing things because we just like somebody more than the other, that that really does be mad because we work hard to not do that. Yeah, tell me about it. I try to pump my my gear company of choice in there all the time, and I always get shot down. Yes, fly (laughs) racing not any longer. Fly racing's Trey Kennard. Very, very fast. Fly racing's Trey Kennard. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm driving that bus this year. Um, Look out. Yeah, no, it's it's frustrating. I mean, I've had Timmy Ferry's wife very upset at, at me for things I've written about Timmy. Uh, Chad has not been happy either. Um, you know, James James and I, he, James told me one time he would never talk to me ever again. You know, um, Villapoto, yeah. Huh. Um, you know, so, yeah, it's just – Got to do what you got to do. You got to be able to look yourself in the mirror, I guess, and realize that you're trying to do the best job you can, you know? So, all right. 250 MX preview with a little uh, side side talk of uh, comments. And uh, we thank everybody for commenting on Racer X. Please keep it up. Some brilliant minds on there. Um, <laughs> Great. Uh, BTO Sports. BTOsports.com. Racer X podcast presented by Fox Racing. Uh, Pulp MX code saves you money at btlsports.com and foxhead.com. Check it out uh, for more. Jason Thomas, Jason Wygant, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll uh, we'll see you this Saturday at the at the Helen. Yeah, and maybe you'll see something on TV, but no one knows yet. <laughs> Whatever, bro. It's your series. Hell hath no fury as when people find out that the second motos aren't going to be live. Oh, and it's yeah. due to hockey, too. Yeah, for hockey. Uh, Mathis. Hopefully this comes down on you, not me, even though you have nothing to do with it. Oh, I've been directing oh. everybody on Twitter to you. I hope you know that, and I hope you, you feel their wrath. It's all your fault. Well, it's my fault the TV schedule hasn't been announced yet, but when they find out what has held it up. It'll be me. Playoff hockey? Oh, boy. <laughs> I literally think that they are scared to release this info for the weekend. <laughs> you might be right. I do. <laughs> I think they're afraid. It's going gonna, it's gonna to drop 5 p.m. on a Friday. That's how these you things might. work. You might have stumbled on the only logical explanation for this holdup of information. I mean, it is known. It is set. There are no mysteries. Why else would they not say it? I think you're I right. think they've been, wow. they've been trying to come up with a damage control plan. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, stay tuned to Vital MX for the damage control plan. Man, I remember seeing Davey at the airport on Sunday morning after Agtown last year, and it was 
somebody get a gun and put the guy out of his misery. <laughs> just, just end it. Uh, there wasn't there an internet server problem too, right? There was something with the with the internet stream. Yeah, that was the issue because they yeah. all four modos would be live on the web, and then yeah. it turned out that was either that was up to your cable company. So your cable company <laughs> said no. <laughs> Uh, well, one good thing—that's the—that's the sad thing—is that guy really, really cares. Oh and God! People just give him hell. He—he he, he cares. Yeah, he cares too much. He does. No, I mean he cares about the sport. He wants to make it good. Oh and yeah. Just, I mean, people just unleash on the guy. Well, but you don't see Roger Goodell on some NFL.com forum saying, "Hey, Joe, Joe from PA, I'm working really hard on." Lifting the blackout, like he just yeah, but that's even a sign that he cares. Yeah, but you need to step away. You need to. Uh, me and me and me and Davy are of kindred spirit with that. We're right in there. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am surrendering. I am waving the white flag and saying I surrender to the internet message boards. Whatever you want to say, uh, I can't. I just can't put the fire out. I'm just going to keep on putting my head down and working hard and trying to do the right thing. You know very well that I will fight to the death. Yes, I know. I know you people better. If you people say talk shit on JT, do not put your address in your post. He, <laughs> he will come to your house. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. And uh, uh, we'll see you this weekend. See ya. See ya. This has been the BTOsports.com podcast show presented by Fox Racing. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. 
Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. Been no problem. My my ego got in the way, you know. The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 500 more great motocross podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>